0: Wine scientists at the University of California at Davis took the science of winemaking to new heights, Bosker says. These entrepreneurial wine wizards pioneered new forms of fermentation to help prevent wine from spoiling and produce it more efficiently. Along with a wide range of additives, winemakers today can custom order yeast that will produce wine with certain flavors or characteristics. Someday soon, scientists might even build yeast from scratch. Consumers most commonly associate these kinds of additives with cheap, mass-produced wines like Charles Shaw, aka Tubac Chuck, or Barefoot. But even the most expensive red wines often have their color boosted with the use of mega-red or mega-purple juice from other grape varieties, says Davis enologist Andrew Waterhouse. Other common manipulations include adding acidity with tartaric acid to compensate for the less acidic grapes grown in warmer climates or adding sugar to compensate for the more acidic grapes grown in cooler climates. Tannins, a substance found in grape skins, can be added to make a wine taste drier, less sweet, and polysaccharides can even be used to give the wine a thicker mouthfeel, meaning the taste will linger more on the tongue. When asked if there was any truth to the oft-repeated legend that cheap wine is bound to give more headaches and worse hangovers, Waterhouse was skeptical. There's no particular reason that I can think of that expensive wine is better than cheap wine, Waterhouse says. He adds, however, that there isn't good data on the topic. As you might suspect, the National Institutes of Health can't make wine headaches a high priority, he says. Instead, Waterhouse suggests, there may be a simpler explanation. It's just possible that people tend to drink more wine when it's cheap. While this widespread use of additives may make some natural foods consumers cringe, Bosker found no safety or health issues to worry about in her research. Instead, she credits advancements in wine science with improving the experience of wine for most people by democratizing quality. The technological revolution that has taken place in the winery has actually elevated the quality of really low-end wines, Bosker says. The main issue she has with the modern wine industry is that winemakers aren't usually transparent with all of their ingredients, because they don't have to be. I find it outrageous that most people don't realize that their fancy Cabernet Sauvignon has actually been treated with all kinds of chemicals, Bosker says. Yet behind those fancy labels and bottles and newfangled chemical manipulation, the biggest factor influencing the price of wine is an old one, terroir or the qualities a wine draws from the region where it was grown. Famous winemaking areas such as Bordeaux, France, or Napa Valley, California, can still land prices ten times higher than just as productive grape-growing land in other areas, says Waterhouse. Many of these winemakers grow varieties of grapes that produce less quantity, but are considered by winemakers to be far higher quality. Combine the low yield and the high cost of the land— And there's a real structural difference in the pricing of those wines, Waterhouse says. Yet, as winemakers continue to advance the science of making, cultivating, and bottling this endlessly desirable product, that may soon change. After all, as Bosker says, wine and science have always gone hand in hand.